Welcome everybody to another Angry Wargamer podcast. I am your sick and stuffed up fucking <laughs> Angry Wargamer. <laughs> we got Drew and Lando, and this has been a while, but if you didn't listen to it, we did have an interview in between, and there's another interview that I had recorded before we did this one with a, another person, and that one will go up probably after this episode. So... Drew and Lando are back. What's going on, guys? What's good, motherfuckers? <laughs> what is up? So we got a meaty, meaty fucking episode. Um, if I make it that far, but you know, <laughs> we'll see. Um, no, I'll be fine. Yeah, I know, right? What have you guys been up to? We'll start there. How about that? Drew, would you like to um, go ahead, Lando? Okay, so. Um, I've played a lot of, I've played a lot of, a lot of South Park, uh, Stick of Truth, which was fun. I mean, that's Stick of Truth. Um, fuck, uh, Fractured Butthole. There you go. <laughs> all, all I'm gonna, all I'm gonna say is, holy Jesus on a fucking crack pipe. <laughs> that is one hell of a good game. The only downside I have is with the twist at the end. That one I felt was just just awfully stupid. <laughs> <laughs> then after that, I decided while everybody was playing Elden Ring, you know, I was going to take the hipster route and play fucking Code Vein instead. Animu Dark Souls for everyone! Yay! And it ended up being one of the most satisfying experiences I've had in gaming. One of the most aggravatingly satisfying experiences. Because if I'm there, I would be lying if I said that it was a relatively smooth experience. <laughs> I was raging like a motherfucker in so many parts of this game. But after beating it, I decided to give it a second playthrough and not even a new game plus sort of thing. I just generated a new character and tr tried again from the beginning. It's a lot easier now. <laughs> Because <laughs> I now know the ins and ends of this shit. Even the, <laughs> even the most coveted, the, the, the most hated stage I did on my first playthrough, the fucking cathedral, is literally nothing to me. Because the monsters that I fight now, I now know how to deal with them. That's fantastic. With, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was fun. And then I fractured my knee at work. Oh, well, now you got more time to do stuff. So, <laughs> well, it didn't say that you went from a fractured butthole to a fractured kneecap. Good on you. <laughs> Damn right. The only difference was there was no arrow struck in me. So, <laughs> no, you just tried to uh, do, do the work equivalent of slip and slide. Good on you. Yep. Damn right. You Damn have real. no idea how much oil I had to clean off of me after the after that because i wasn't gonna i drove myself to the fucking clinic oh come on man they couldn't even take you what the, what? no because it wasn't because it happened near the end of the day jesus christ yeah it was like bullshit to me but whatever yeah exactly that's well, right I'm, I'm not one to talk because my dumb ass not only slipped and fell when we were helping our friend move but I drove your ass to go and help them move on the other end too. 
And I didn't yep. go to the fucking doctor for two days after because I don't apparently like myself. <laughs> We're the three idiots. Hooray. <laughs> Very much sniffles, so. slip and slide and ice and ice king. Ice king. <laughs> well, it happened in the winter. He slipped on ice and Tom Kenny wasn't there to laugh at him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah. Alright, I guess it's my turn now. Yep. Go right ahead, man. Uh gaming wise, uh while I was on vacation, I played through uh story mode for Diablo 3 on my sorcerer, which was the most OP experience I've ever had. I've never felt <laughs> so goddamn powerful. <laughs> Beautiful. Wonderful. Nope. Um, then I played adventure mode after that and now I'm just getting fucking set recipes because it's fun to do that um, as far as any other gaming concerned um, I'm waiting for my Switch OLED to come in on Monday I'm going to do my data transfer and I don't know what I'm going to do with the old one I'm certainly not going to do what Orlando did but I'm probably just going to store that one at least until I can figure <laughs> out what the fuck's wrong with it fair enough I gave mine to my kid dude he's <laughs> Well, Dude, at least it was your kid. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's still literally throwing shit at you. Clearly, he feels like the, the, the ledger is not balanced yet. I don't think, I think that's, I, I don't, I mean, he already, okay. So, mm, Drew and I have, like, we occasionally, every other weekend we do D&D sessions and we, we do it along with his son. And uh, for this, for the last particular session, our friend, uh, decided his way of thanking me was that during each you know during every once in a while during one of my turns he would just chuck an mtg booster set at my fucking face <laughs> it was an entire booster box and he decided i'm one. gonna chuck you one booster pack every <laughs> once in a while as gratitude for the bomb you threw at me you don't even play MTG. He couldn't have made it Yu-Gi-Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't he mind does now. play MTG I have more now. than enough he... cards to work with. Although I, with the load exception of, I'm probably going to need more lands. But <laughs> other than that, I, <laughs> it's. I have more than enough. Do not worry. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I was like, lands do not come in scarcity in that, <laughs> in that system. <laughs> so, ugh. Yeah, I've still got a plan. I, I I know I can at least make two separate decks. It's just well, <laughs> we all know how alchemy. Oh, works. that was such a great you, you session. Have, it's, on the it's, it's about equivalent exchange. All right. <laughs> we don't want another uh, doctor. Uh, fuck, what was his name? Somebody help me. The fucking Chimera doctor. Oh, oh, from Fullmetal yeah. Alchemist? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be kind of awkward. Dr. Tucker? Tucker, yeah. Dr. Tucker. We, we don't want another Dr. Tucker happening. <laughs> His name is Dr. Tucker. Just one letter away. <laughs> Fair enough. How was your vacation? Vacation was good. Um... I a couple of we had a couple of snags during the actual vacation. Um, there was uh, 
one of our one of our first excursions got canceled on us, so we had to quickly scramble up a new one. Uh, we um, sorry ended up we ended up completely circumventing one of our ports our ports because the weather was so bad the uh, the captain did not feel comfortable parking there. Um, so that one, um, that one kind of got thrown off to the side. So we ended up having three at sea days, which at sea days means you're just kind of traveling on the water. So most people are doing activities on the boat, be it swimming or heading up the gym or seeing a show, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's right, um, folks. We're so, so yeah, but for the most part, everything else was good. Nice. That's right, folks. We are so bougie here at the Angry Wargamer podcast that we take cruises. <laughs> you haven't taken a cruise yet, have you? I have not. I have not. It's on my list of things to do, but I haven't. I haven't actually like. I haven't even looked at a cruise to be honest. So same here. I mostly end up in fucking. It, it, Disney it's one of those. Thing, it's one of those pay over time things that most people kind of take for granted. Where it's just like, oh, it sounds so expensive. It's like, well, if you're paying all of it at once, yeah, yeah. If you so, have a big family, you know, you know, twenty five hundred dollars is going to sound like a bitch. But if you're paying it across two years at a hundred dollars a month, it's not that bad. Yeah. You well, do- okay. To be fair, most people aren't expecting that you could pay it on as a plan. But because you know most places will have you or most services you would have to pay up front right yeah but just, although i would find it funny if it ended up being the case where you have to pay it all up front and if you fail to do so they just throw you off the fucking boat <laughs> they won't even let you on no <laughs> no i meant yeah, like during the middle of the cruise that'd be pretty dope yeah, it's just leave you stranded weird. in another country <laughs> well gonna have to throw you off but we're in South America. <laughs> right? No, I think uh I mean Disney does the same thing now where you can pay a little a month and um they'll uh you can pay well, it off that way. A little a month but... to Disney is like ten thousand dollars. Like, oh come on, you guys can't even afford ten thousand dollars a month. What's wrong with you? Bro, that price went up. Like that price went up a lot. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's why that's why we don't even give a shit about Disney. But like a lot of those a lot of because of what was happening for COVID, those cruise companies are thirsty for customers. So they're they're making their prices relatively affordable, even on the high end of things. Well, yeah, if you're going to essentially get your uh, your entire revenue cut by like 80 percent, you're kind of going to have to do what it takes to salvage some of it yeah they're not cool enough to be airlines to get subsidized by the government so no apparently fucking cruises are considered luxury even if they're at the cheaper end (laughs) yeah right (laughs) for real though (laughs) so but yeah it was uh it was a good experience um the only problem at the end of it was our flight back got canceled on us so we either had to take the alternate flight back that they offered, which would have had us sitting on our thumbs for three fucking days with potentially nowhere to stay without paying out of our own pocket. Cause we don't really know. Like I've never had that happen before. So I don't know what the rules are with that shit. When you go through a travel agent, who's on the hook for that kind of shit. No, you would be on the hook. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, unless you wanted to pay extra so, to get a quicker flight. Usually, no, they wouldn't. You, there wasn't. Like, usually, for like can't there wasn't uh, any for tourist guide, you're gonna have to like uh, pay a little extra for for like backup for backup shit. I know when there I there was used... no quicker flight available because of the what, okay. So apparently there was a huge ass fucking storm system that came through Florida, which fucked with flights across um, across the board. Oh no shit! All right, well, yeah, can't so do we, shit about the that. earliest flight we could get was Wednesday. They didn't offer to like board you up or anything. No, that was they did not offer us to offer to board us or anything. That's fucked up. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, my uh, my in laws got stuck in up, Disney for a couple up... days too. Oh really? Yeah, it might have been around the same time actually. Now that I'm thinking about it. This is what like two three weeks. I wouldn't ago, be right? shocked. Yeah, yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's about around the same time they got stuck in Florida too. So that ain't too shocking. <clears throat> Well, yeah, um, so we ended up uh, we ended up saying fuck it. We ended up picking up uh, a nice mid-sized vehicle, and we just drove home. Thirteen fucking hours of driving. How much was that gas bill? Holy shit! <laughs> that would yeah, that be gas a major concern there. <laughs> that gas bill wasn't cheap, but it wasn't expensive until we started getting closer to Illinois. Oh, really? That's good to know. Yeah, it was still it was still in the three it was still in the threes because Louisiana has so many goddamn oil refineries in and around them that the gas price is still under under four bucks. But when you get closer to areas that don't have any particular port of entry or any oil you know production, that's when it jumps into the fours. So one of the last uh, fuel ups we did was like. 55 bucks for a full fill up but it was an suv so it really wasn't that shocking dude it cost pretty it's still pretty uh expensive it cost me a hundred dollars to fill my truck (laughs) jesus dude that sucks yeah to be fair your truck is a fucking monster yeah but it's a normal size pickup truck it's not like i bought like some monster like with giant tires or anything i didn't even get the hemi so i at least get better gas mileage than some of the other trucks out there so anyway so what have i been up to other than being fucking sick uh working i did those two interviews um speaking of diablo 3 diablo 3 season 26 just started today um oh we haven't been doing the fucking date holy shit it is saturday the 16th we've been we haven't done that in like a Probably like five or six episodes, I'd say. 16th of April, by the way, just before Easter. That's what I just said. <laughs> you just said the 16th. You didn't say April. Oh, well, shut up. <laughs> I'm sick. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm sick. Leave me alone. <laughs> you're so you sick Your brain you can't tell that it's not. April. I can understand if you're forgetting the day, but the month? Man, I... I I couldn't even tell you if it was Saturday or not. <laughs> For all I know, my brain still thinks I went Easter egg hunting today. Like, <laughs> even weirder, you're you're facing a computer screen. Uh, the date should be on there anyway. It just says Saturday on it. It doesn't tell me the actual date. Anyway, 
Um, I downloaded uh, uh, Chrono Cross uh, for the Switch. It's only 20 bucks. Uh, so I started that. Um, very, very weird because it still has the same save mechanic where you have to go find the save point and save. So that's going to be fun because I'm not always going to have time to find a save point. Um, but luckily, all you have to do is turn off or put the switch into sleep mode and it'll save where you were. So um, I can't hop games until I find a save point now. Um, so that's fun. What else? What else? What else? I think, honestly, I think that's it. Um, our most downloaded episode, our second most downloaded episode is now that Dr. Implausible um, interview, uh, which was super fun. I wish we had more than an hour. We kind of got a late start and had some technical difficulties. Like we dropped the call a few times um, and had to get back into it. You could there's if you listen carefully, you can hear the the audio cuts because uh, I did do some cutting in there. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was super fun. Uh, he's going to come back at some point and actually talk about his paper, uh, which kind of like. It, he gave me a, a person that he's basing his research off of, like his paper, and it talked about our favorite fucking popular hobo, Anita Sarkeesian, which I was like, oh, man, like, I don't want to talk about her again. But to be fair, it didn't go into her. It just mentioned her because um, and the paper basically stated, like, the easiest way to combat toxic uh, cultures like in gaming is to basically call that out, call out the behavior. So like what we've been saying before of we need to police our own. And if something shitty's happening, fucking say something. So um, that was kind of cool to get that confirmation. That happened. That paper was from like 2016, I want to say. So almost 10 years ago, and it's still fucking relevant to this day. It, it blows my mind. So uh, apparently things haven't changed. It's just been more vocal. Um, yeah, you want to get, uh, what else happened? The Gaddis gaming thing was fun. Um, he's a historical gamer, uh, game producer, first, first and only African American game producer of historical miniatures in the United States. I want to say in miniatures completely, uh, because he is a small company. Um, so that was kind of cool. Uh, we did talk about. I, I, I got the shit on historical gaming <laughs> for a little bit. We did talk about that and the rampant fucking racism that happens in historical gaming and why some assholes like to hide behind the Nazi um, Nazi Germany like armies and shit like that. And it was just kind of cool to hear his, hear his experience. Um, yeah, I mean, other than that, I really it's like, fuck, man, I've just been working, working and getting fucking sick. <laughs> So where, really? you guys, where you guys want to go? We had another celebrity uh, death. Um, yes. Yep. The beloved Gilbert Gottfried has passed away. Apparently he had an, a long-going illness. They didn't specify what that was. That's okay, though. Yeah. Dude was, what, 68? Was he? What, he was 67 he? when he passed. Damn. 67. Sorry. That's still but young, yeah. man. That's still young. Yep. He was uh, co-starred in, or he was in uh, Problem Child. 
obviously the Aladdin series and movies, because yes, he was the Affleck duck. Yeah, he I know. a profound comedy <laughs> career. Over he was the past fucking years. digit in Cyber Chase. He was digit yeah, in Cyber Chase for a long time, alongside Christopher Lloyd, who was the well, I forgot what the name of his character was, that evil the doctor. Hacker. The hacker. The hacker. Wow. Really, really <laughs> aiming high on that name. But well, it was that, a kid's well, show, so we don't really have to have a high level saying. here. It was a kid show. That that was kind of the gag. Um, it was it was well written otherwise, so I'm not going to complain. My my kid loved it when he watched it. So cool. It's a yeah. very it's a very distinguished. How, Orlando, how do you feel about it? Well, for me personally, Gilbert Gottfried is was one of the last few great comedians out there, the old school comedians, because that's becoming a a rarer rare treat as. As time goes by, with how, with how a lot uh, the culture has been shifting, uh, comedians have become pressure to uh, either to withdraw or essentially lessen their their uh, their craft, so that they aren't uh, scrutinized by the audiences that they're supposed to entertain. Gilbert Gottfried was one of those last comedians that never gave a crap about the opinions of other people about whatever he would say. He was very direct and very bold. Whereas other comedians would be subtle in their approach, Gilbert Godfrey was a damn sledgehammer just smashed you in the face with whatever he wanted to say. And what incorporated his talent and his brilliance was the ridiculous voice he had. No matter how anybody wanted to say about his vo- his particular voice, we all knew it was awful, it, <laughs> but it was unique enough, and he took complete advantage of it. There aren't too many comedians out there that would have something that would be otherwise debilitating, like Gilbert Gottfried's voice, and exploit the ever-loving shit out of it. And Yeah, but that wasn't his real voice. That was an affectation he would use while he was doing his, his stand-up bit. And he made it work to his advantage. Oh, yeah. Honestly, any bit. He's probably one of the most recognizable voices in Hollywood. So, I mean, I would, I would go as far as to say he is the most recognizable. I mean, he's up there with a lot of other people, like Morgan Freeman. Um, well, yeah, yeah, but he's not, really a, he's not really a comedian. But he does definitely have a ve- uh, an iconic voice, for sure. Yeah, well, as far as like a Hollywood standpoint goes, yeah, definitely an yeah. iconic voice. Definitely an iconic voice. I'm going to miss Gilbert Gottfried just because he's part of a dying breed, unfortunately. His, his dirty jokes and just the way he said them were just fucking fantastic. So. They were. They were absolutely <laughs> hilarious. And is likely going to be fading away from comedy if things continue on like this. I think you, I think what's going to happen is you're going to see you're going to see a lot more comics just not changing, but you won't hear about them as often. You know what I'm saying? They'll still be out there, but they won't be like the media-fed comedians. So that's just how I feel about it. Well, that that's always been my statement. We we I've said it on the podcast multiple times. A lot of these older comedians, they either hold on to their craft or they get comfortable and they try to, you know, insert themselves into the narrative. 
when they have no stake in the game anymore. And they come off as completely out of touch with their with their hot takes, and it becomes detrimental to them because no one really takes them fucking seriously. You th- did you do you think anybody gives a flying fuck what Jimmy Kimmel thinks anymore? Or Ron Jimmy Carolla Fallon held onto his fucking <laughs> scruples and actually went and did his own thing. He goes fucking Kimmel goes fucking corporate, and it's funny because you'd think that at some point. In the cancel culture community that exists, someone would have gone into his past and realized that he did an entire fucking show called The Man Show. How does how is that did dropped dig off it. the fucking radar? They did dig into him. Remember, he did a whole blackface thing, and they they called yeah, him out on it. It wasn't enough to remove him because apparently, for whatever reason, Jimmy Kimmel is very sorry and he'll never do it again, and he will always, always be more mindful. Of other people, cultures, and whatnot, et cetera, et cetera, whatever the typical bullshit is for the day. I'm waiting for the comedian that just digs up his own past and be like, here's everything. <laughs> Do whatever the fuck you want with it. <laughs> the thing is, I is think that a lot of okay, people it, want to the reason the, the fact that are comedians like jimmy kimmel that they don't do anything against many people like to believe that cancel culture doesn't exist just because uh you know, these people have done these things and yet, you know, they're still in the limelight. They're still in the picture. But I think people need to be reminded that cancel culture is not about the success of the attempt. It's that you attempt it. It's always the intent that matters when it comes to these sorts of things. Yeah, it's um. so I don't know. It's it's very weird because I, I was I was talking to Gaddis Gaming or Lee um about this today and it's like you you know it's there like it's a thing um and what happens is one side will try to delegitimize like the experience of the person complaining and then the other side will run wild with it and it's there's like no middle ground really and and in all honesty it's just people like us just want fucking normal people. <laughs> That's all we want. We just want the normal. <laughs> you're moderate. The problem yeah. is that you're living in a culture of extremes right now. Right. They yeah. will not compromise. And thus it will right. only it will only be either one way or the other. But like I'm saying, like it's the um like if you like I was telling Lee, like even Lee said it, like if you experience racism, right? And I'm trying to um, or, yeah, and I'm trying to say, like, oh, but, you know, this and this and this, you, you're delegitimizing the the feel and the hurt of the person that it happened to and their experience instead of being like, okay, but how can we change that? You know what I'm saying? Instead of just running wild with, like, the cancel culture or... um running wild uh, not running wild with it but like instead of going straight to the cancel culture going and and staying away from hey your experience doesn't matter and finding that common ground you know what i mean like one side is like just wants to avoid anything that happens and the other side just wants to like throw gasoline on a fire it's i don't know it's fucked up So that's the major headache is yeah. there. There are people that there are two groups of people. There are people who just want to be fucking mad about it. 
and there are people who want to who want to fix the problem. Yeah. And when you if have any... these two clashes, the loudest one's going to win. Yeah. If there's anything that I've seen noticed, it's like, okay, back in the day, I remember. I think we're both we're all old enough to remember back in the day when celebrities would literally roast each other. Can I just say, fun. you're the youngest out of all of us telling us about back in the day? <laughs> yeah. And guess what? I'm about to hit the big 3-0 one time, no, eventually, so I'm not going to be considered young anymore by a lot of people, including those who I work with. So what the fuck do I care? Fucking me and Drew are going to be senior citizens. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But it doesn't change the fact that we all at one point used to understand comedy to the point where we would it's, embrace the insanity. But that's the thing is that there's a difference between – again, when you guys go to listen to it, you'll be like, what the fuck did you do? But if you, if you, if you go listen to the, the interview with Gaddis at the very end, I did ask him a question about how racism has affected him in a – industry where it's rampant and pushes people away even like myself because it's so prevalent and we basically came down to like there's a way there like not every person using uh world war ii german miniatures is going to be a nazi or a neo-nazi or whatever the case is and not and but it's easy for people to hide in those areas and it's easy for people to just kind of brush it away and pretend like it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there has to be a middle ground of being uncomfortable with the situation to find out which it is. And then there has to be that uncomfortable position of standing up into that position to be like, no, I don't want that shit. Like if somebody's hitting on, like if somebody's hitting on your, your wife or girlfriend or whatever it is at the gaming store and you just let it keep happening and keep happening. Like, of course she's not going to come back. Right. So it's like I said, it's when you see something happening, you have to say it. And it's that uncomfortable area that some people need to be put in. But at the same time, the uncomfortable doesn't mean, flat out going and attacking. I mean, I swear to God, someone says some stupid racist shit to me and makes me angry enough. I will throw hands, <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's gotta be like in my fucking face. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, uh, I don't know. Dude, I don't the know, problem man. with it is, is there's a, there's a fucking threshold, right? Everyone right. Has and a you got to find it. Hold to the shit that they right. hear the shit that they, that bothers them. Dude, we go back and forth. I say some really fucking ignorant shit to you, but you are aware that I'm not doing it to be a complete and utter monster. I'm there's doing a, it because but, but you and a, I know each other. It, see, yeah, that's a difference, though. And in public, it's not as prevalent. And even if it was prevalent in it, nobody really notices the nuance of how we talk to each other. You know what I mean? So somebody might actually say to you, hey, bro, like, what? Chill. And then I got to be like, no, no, it's fine. You know what I mean? But what? Like, <laughs> but what happens if everyone else is laughing around you? Let's move on to that topic because we have the slap heard around the world. Ah, there that, we go. And yeah. that was set oh, off yeah. because of a joke. Right, right. That's the other thing, too, is you can't hide behind. That's kind of where that's where I was going. I, my fucking brain wasn't handling it. What happens is, is that people say some ignorant shit and then hide behind it saying it was just a joke. Chris Rock did not do that. Did you notice that? Chris Rock didn't just come out and be like, it's just, well, I mean, he did say, 
it's just a joke. What the hell? But he wasn't being malicious about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he came out afterwards and was like, <clears throat> I, I had no clue she had alopecia. Or I had, like, you know, he wasn't making, like, severe excuses, but it's still uncalled for to go for him to go up after laughing, after laughing, and then going to slap Chris Rock. The problem is, is that yeah, he- the Will Smith thing is a little bit different because it's one person and the media has put him in a certain spot where he has to like he felt the need to be like to man up and be like, I need to be a protector and not get punked in front of his wife again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the media I- has done that to him. The problem is because he had done such a thing, he has he has essentially exposed the weakness in his marriage because look what happened after Dude, that was the, already no, look in the aftermath. <laughs> that was already exposed. His That's own already been exposed. wife is letting him be fed uh, fed onto by the wolves. She's not defending him. No. Even after that. I mean, it was already she shaky. She threw him into the wolves. It was already Despite shaky. Despite the fact that she had him go do it for him. I don't know if she told she him, though, because we don't have that. She was laughing at all the other jokes. Correct. Correct. She I, was laughing, having a good time, perfectly fine. The one time Chris Rock makes a joke at her, now every now it's gone too far. It's that old Jago Dibuja, uh image where a woman is literally laughing at all the jokes going on and everyone's getting pie in their face. But the moment she gets pie in her face, she starts writing up an article why comedy has gone too far. In the end, it is complete and utter hypocrisy. And I have no no sympathy for Jada Pinkett Smith. But can we can we can we say that it's not okay to make fun of somebody's disabilities? Like it's not a disability. I you you know my past. I lost a ha- I, I lost a good chunk of my hair uh, during a uh, during a work related accident ripped from the very roots. I still have jokes being made of at my expense at work, and it's perfectly fine. I've had it, it de- worse. I guess it depends on the person, does. though. And still, I can take any of the jokes perfectly fine in this show. Drew has made I mean, Drew has made fun of my ethnicity for Fung's sake. Still, we do, still <laughs> laugh anyway. And as far as I know, they're close friends. Who Chris Rock and Honduras is beautiful, by the way. Thank Honduras you. Is... Appreciate it. You went to Honduras? Fuck, man! I need to oh, go on a cruise. I, he was. I, I, I was expecting do. him to go Mayan temple hunting. I was expecting him to put on Indiana Jones's hat and go with a whip. I was supposed to go Mayan temple hunting, motherfucker, but because we didn't go to <laughs> because because our Costa Maya stop got fucking canceled, I couldn't. Our fucking excursion got canceled, which was to the Mayan ruins. Oh, that's oh, that, that sucks. Shit. Yeah, no, for real, that sucks. That was some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The whole it's it's fucking Hollywood people being doing Hollywood things and then thinking Hollywood people being overly privileged, pretentious pricks. That is exactly what they're what they're being. She's crying tears of anger and wiping them away with thousands of dollars. Yeah, but do you think the the punishment was fair? Where he's banned for the next decade? No, I think it's absolutely absurd. I think it's absolutely absurd. It's a fucking slap. 
But at the same time, I don't think that he shouldn't have gotten punished for his stupidity. It's just I think that it was uh, I think that was a bit excessive. If it would have been any other normal person, they would have been arre- they would have been ushered I off. Disagree wholeheartedly. All right, go ahead. Well, let's, let's hear okay, it. <laughs> explain by all means. I disagree. I because I if you look at the if you look at the timeline of things and you look at how that all played out, he made the GI Jane joke. There was laughter. Will Smith laughed. He looked over at his wife's face. She wasn't laughing. Then he got up to be a fucking to, to to act like his balls were fucking big, and he fucking he fucking decked Chris. I'm sorry, that was malicious intent, and he deserved the fucking idiot. He deserved the goddamn bullshit he got. Yeah, but if it would have been any normal person, and it wouldn't have been a Hollywood event, it would have been it ended up in security and an arrest. That's yeah. Like, they that's try the, to claim that's, that's the, what happened. That's but the, then we found out that that wasn't at all what happened. I mean, security did walk him out. There is footage of that. Like I did watch that. Like I, honestly, dude, I don't even care. Here, you want to let's let's talk conspiracies right now. Let's let's do it because um, I brought this up to to Quiggles. Wait, conspiracies? What the fuck? Are you yeah. are you really gonna make the argument that it was staged? Hold on, let me no. get to this. I actually am. I actually am. <laughs> I'm not saying I believe oh, it, boy. but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> So, okay, Alex. So uh, one of the sponsors for the Oscar was Pfizer, right? The joke was about an alopecia joke, was an alopecia joke, technically. That's how they took it. So there's outrage about that. Pfizer is currently in development of a pill that will reverse alopecia. No comment. What happened? I think that's a bit. I think that's a bit on the convenience side, but whatever. What do we know now? I appreciate how far you're reaching. I didn't realize you had that kind of length of reach. Good on you. Why do you think I named him Alex? I didn't. I didn't find it. (laughs) Somebody told it to me, and I was like, "All right, well, now I'm just going to tell people." (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't actually believe the shit, but it (laughs) it's there. So, Look, I mean, if you want to, we've had two series like, here on on the show, but I think that one is definitely most earned as a tin hat foil theory. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm on the fence on that one. That one's not. I mean, again, what 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 I is Occam's razor? The, the 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 answer that that makes the least amount of assumptions is often the correct one, and that one makes a lot of fucking assumptions. I'm I'm just saying, like. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> no, no like, one should. No one should believe that it. shit. If you listen to the show and you believe that shit, go, go fucking slap yourself in the mirror. <laughs> like, <laughs> go, no, go. no, no. Just go ask Will Smith. I'm sure he'll do it for you. <laughs> I'm sure all you need to do is just insult his wife. Oh my god. So yeah, I guess that's pop I love culture. The, I love the meme though. There is one particular meme that I do love, and it's a. Uh, it's a it's a rap based on uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Now this is a story all about how my wife got fucked and I'm not proud. And I like to take miniature, strap my jock, and tell you how I became a meme by slapping Chris Rock. That's pretty good. One that of works. my one of my That's favorites. One of my favorites though was uh, you know the memes where they put like labels on stuff, and uh, it said uh, the slap was uh, me at 4 a.m. and Chris Rock was my meat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that was that was one of my that, favorites. That one got me. <laughs> so that one got me. That. 
So that was fun. Like I said, I think I think he got exactly what he fucking what he what, what he should have gotten. If it if it was a publicity stunt, you'll see them walk it back probably in the next year or so. But dude, dude has been taking L's for the past two fucking years. Did yeah. you know that his fucking that, that the guy who was railing his wife was goddamn we're about to write a book? Yep. Yeah, he was going to write a book about sleeping with her. I was like, and then supposedly he's he already got, written a song so, about it. Yeah, supposedly he got the okay to do it too. I'm, dude, I can't. Yeah, Will gave <sighs> him the fucking okay. All right, next next Imagine. episode next episode we will be talking about the Kardashians. No I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> oh my god! What the fuck How have we turned into? Must you be to be like oh. My wife, my my wife's lover wants to write a song about their fucking affair. Okay, sure. My wife, my wife's boyfriend, my wife's boyfriend. We've come to the, we've come to talking about cuckoldry here on the podcast. Just uh, we should have saved. Strap this. on in because this is just going to go fucking crazy. We should have saved this for episode sixty nine. <laughs> well, I think I think we'd lose complete relevance by, by then. then. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my anyway. god! All right, let's, let's let's move back into the nerdy side of shit. <laughs> yeah, please, please fucking do. <laughs> um, so big news on the from actually, there's a lot of Watsy news this week. Um, this last couple weeks actually. So the new Capenna spoilers. It's spoiler season for New Capenna. It's fucking fantastic. I like everything about it. Um, we'll come back to it. It's got everything you want from sleeping with the fishes to fucking mob families to it's it's just good. It's just good. <laughs> um, but the big one that also has conspiracies tied to it, which fucking blows my mind, is the uh, Hasbro buying D&D Beyond. Now, I know what you're thinking. D&D Beyond, like it wasn't owned by Watsy and Hasbro. No, it actually wasn't. <laughs> it was run by Curse, like the Curse Gaming people, and uh, their parent company, which, like, you can buy D&D material on D&D Beyond. Like, you can purchase their books and stuff on there. So it kind of blew my mind that a third party was able to do digital stuff of Watsy products without Watsy having a hand in it. So That is pretty wild. Yeah, it's just like, but but I mean, if you think about it, Watsy's done shit like that before. Like, there are two specific companies who do uh, tournaments, and they're not they're they're not owned by Watsy. Channel Fireball and uh, what is it, Star City Games? Oh, for Magic, they're not owned yeah. by Watsy. Yeah, yeah, but they just they started doing that to get rid of the the Pro Tour kind of. So the Pro the Pro Tour is facilitated by like a third party company now. Instead of Watsy themselves. No, it's not. Dude, they just restarted the Pro Tour. Did Watsy they? did. <sighs> yeah, that happened recently. Where the fuck is it? It's I all going to be out. They're using, they're doing Pioneer as the, as the way to get into the Pro Tour now. Are you kidding me? Wow. I am not. That shit happened. That shit happened while I was on vacation. I came back to it and I'm like, wait, what the fuck? That's pretty legit though. Pioneer. Oh yeah, dude! There are cards. There are cards spiking into the ceiling because Pioneer is being pushed as a pro as a pro uh, format. Wow! Wow! I know. How, so crazy. how do you get away from? So it goes. 
standard pioneer than modern right so pioneer is basically two years of rotation where modern is like from 2010 right 2010 and on uh, no 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 okay so uh pioneer starts with the return to Rav- with the original rtr block return to ravnica um oh, modern shit. starts with uh uh corset 07 or corset 7 i believe i have to look it up but basically that's the difference one doesn't have fetch lanes and uh, shock lanes or no it does have shock lanes so it doesn't have fetch lanes yeah, Pioneer doesn't have the fetch lands, or <clears throat> Modern has the fetch lands. Yep. That's crazy. Which makes it a bit more in it, though. It's fucking wild. Shit. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, we're not thinking about it. Fuck it. No, done. <laughs> Put the kibosh on that motherfucker. <laughs> we are not doing it. <laughs> Maybe on Arena. I don't blame you. We're dude. not fucking doing it. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, there you go. So the um, the conspiracies around Hasbro and D&D beyond are pretty fucking wild to the point where um they're going to put people are saying they're going to put codes in the backs of the hardcover books so people can um uh, you know buy the book and then add it to the app just like they do with GW. But they're going to code the codes. So codes that go to certain stores are going, they're going to be able to track you on where you purchased your stuff from to put it onto the app. So like if I, if say, so we live in Chicago, right? And um, somebody in Texas uh, wanted the code and I'm, I just want the hardcover book. Like I don't, I don't need the code for D and D beyond. And then I gave them the code. It'll look like it'll show that it was bought in Chicago and not in Texas. Like, that's the kind of, like, mentality people are having right now. Like, dude, what kind of fucking overlord, like, evil people do you think Watsy is? Like, I don't think they give a shit. <laughs> in fact, I'd be surprised dude, they put codes Watsy, into it. Watsy is, is that meticulous, dude. To get into the higher echelons, to become one of the, uh, um, the higher up uh, WPN stores, they want your fucking, they want a specific level of square footage of your store to be dedicated to Watsy stuff. They want up-to-date posters and uh, paraphernalia from their company up at all times. They want a specific level of play space, and they want your fucking financial information with regards to the selling of their products if you want to be a high-level WPN store. Listen, if people are already double-paying for D&D product, right? There are people that buy the hardcover book and then also purchase D&D Beyond, right? Why would they move away from that model right. instead of collecting two full price books? What do I know, dude? That's all I'm saying. Is like it's not going to get cheaper. Like they're they're doing this to make money on it, right? Hasbro didn't just go. Um, you guys are making too much money, so you know we're going to take it back now, and we're going to make the money instead. No, they weren't. That's profitable. That let's make that our profit, and let's buy that. Like, that's what they did. <laughs> so, I don't know. It just seems it seems weird. We do have a number on that, too, don't we? Like, how much they purchased it for? I think we do. I believe you have it had in the, in, the link, in the links, yeah. 
Yeah, one hundred and forty-six point three million dollars. Not bad. Yeah, to a company that does that company, basic gaming gaming like, accessories, like not even gaming accessories, like digital gaming accessories. That's what they do. Curse gaming. So, the thing that that freaks people out though is that um, uh, the CEO put out a statement. Where where's the statement? I gotta find it. The executive step up drive towards Hasbro becoming a gaming powerhouse comes amid an ongoing proxy battle with uh, activist investors. Alta Fox Capital Management, the D&D Beyond acquisition, aims to give Hasbro deeper data-driven insights into Dungeons & Dragons role-playing game enthusiasts to aid in new product development, live services and tools, and regional expansions. The acquisition of D&D Beyond will accelerate our progress in both gaming and direct-to-consumer, two priority areas of growth for Hasbro, providing immediate access to a loyal, growing player base, the Hasbro chief said in a statement on Wednesday. So, yeah, they just want control of their shit back, which falls in line with what they've been doing with Magic the Gathering with the secret layers and the Amazon sales. So. Yeah. Nothing why to get quiet. <laughs> it's just a lot of money. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I have no idea what it all means, so I'm just gonna stand there and look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm fine with that too. I'm completely okay with that concept. I don't even I don't use D and D beyond, so it affects me like it doesn't affect me at all. So it is what it is. Look, all I do is play D and D, and I only play it very casually. Exactly. <laughs> They're trying to cash in on the, um, what's it called? Uh, the growth of D and D since like 2016 is what they're doing. And they're, I feel like they're kind of late to the train, but I think they just took a profitable company and just went like, fuck it. It's ours now. Um, it's either ours or you shut it down. I'm guessing that's what happened. So who knows? So basically strong arm the company to or to seize the company's uh um lucrative business. Well, think about it. Like they had was it at all. They had to license out the product to Curse Gaming, right? I don't think that's really what happened, but honestly if you think about it, if Curse says no, we don't want to sell to you, Hasbro can literally be like we're pulling your license. Then what? Dude, they could do that at any point with any of the properties that they own that they have outsourced to other people. But the, the problem with it is, is if they don't have the on-hand, on-hand uh, workforce to be able to deal with what the influx of IT and maintenance and all the other bullshit they'd have to do, they're not going to take that mantle up. So they probably bought the company because they probably they think they have the resources to be able to uh upkeep D D beyond. I don't think they should. I think they should have left it to the third to, to that company because their their IT their IT right now is piss poor and yeah. there's so many people are fucking complaining about arena and their inability to fucking maintain that as a viable platform. I don't see them being able to and I get it. You're gonna say, well, you know, 
D&D is a different part of Watsi. They and they have a different group of that. It's like, well, no, a good company has people that work in or that are eclectic. They do not have in they while they may have specific set people to different projects, there's crossover on a lot of that shit. And it just sounds IT like overhead that, just sounds like to me that Watsi went to the Konami school of fucking shit up. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, I well, think it's probably a better thing than it is a a bad thing. So I I wouldn't I would be surprised if Watsi finds a way to fuck it up. Like I'd genuinely be surprised. I'm more curious to see how they're gonna grow it and how they're gonna expand it. Honestly, we'll see what happens. If this, like I said, this could be a positive. This could be a negative. Only time will tell what inevitably ends up being the value of it. Yeah, it just seems like there's been a lot of negative jump on, which blows my mind because it's like, why are you shitting on Watsy when you're still playing their product, thinking that there's some like I don't I I the reaction I don't know to it happening. Why, blew why my is mind. why is Warhammer 40k such a big big game when they're every one of their fucking uh, loyal Player fans base. shit on them like like diarrhea victims. Oh man, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> they complain like all the time, and then they do something good. I love Warhammer, but here are the things that make me absolutely despise it. Yeah, here's here's the two things I like about Warhammer, and here's a list of thirty. But I'm still gonna buy your product. <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> dude? Every time I every time I get you know the the slight urge to jump into the fucking game. Because I eventually want to, you know, build a corn, build a corn army. Oh, the I look at the pricing and I go, I'd rather wait. I'd rather not waste my fucking time, bro. The prices are getting ridiculous. Like, if you're not already a veteran, it's just so much of a money sink right now. It's it's not even even a two player starter box that used to be like 150, 160. It's pushing like 250 now. So yeah, fuck that noise. Yeah, it's not. It is not cheap. And everyone's like, well, just just print your stuff. Just print your stuff. And I go, okay, here's my stance on the printing thing, right? Go ahead. Print your shit. Print your stuff. You still have to buy the rule books. Okay. You still have to buy the codexes. Okay. It's going to be cheaper for you, right? If you have time to print a 2,000-point army out of resin or out of PLA, and not fuck up your prints and not lose money on messed up prints, then by all means, fucking go for it, right? But be under the realization that you cannot play them in official events. So if you're looking at competing, it, it is not an option. Like, if you want to participate in official events, you cannot participate in them. They've made a hard stance on that. So, I, I mean... It's the it's the proxy uh, argument just in miniatures. That's what it's really what it is. So. But when you're looking at a game where the quality of the product has sl- slipped so remarkably in the oh, past, oh but no, but it's gotten years. better. It's gotten better. Honestly, in the last like in the last five years, they're since they moved away from Finecast. And their sculpts and the stuff, it has gotten better. Is it worth really how much they're? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. The sculpts are really. It, they went back to pewter because the only reason I would be jumping back on is if they go back to pewter. No, plastic is the way to go. But that's what I'm saying. The the Fuck sculpts, the new sculpts, and how good everything looks, and the quality of the plastic 
has gotten better, but it is not worth that price tag. It's just not like the, you they're they're clearly price gouging you. <laughs> so well, that's why he's saying it would be only worth it at that price if they if went it back. Was made of a better material like pewter. I don't know. Like the plastic is fine. I don't give a fuck about the sculpt. Yeah, I'd rather have the pewter. The material means more to me than the sculpt because if you're a good enough painter, you can take a piss poor sculpt and turn it into a goddamn gold. Oh yeah, I agree. And I'm a piss poor painter, so that sure as fuck ain't gonna work. <laughs> right, dude, dude. The fucking two player box sets I was looking at over at my my local LGS were fucking ridiculous. It's like one sixty seven for a fucking two, for a two player army, and the only ones that like the one that I was remotely interested in, I think, was like uh, Death Guard versus uh, um, Necron. No, it would be something. Death Guard versus Space Marines. Or it was Death Guard versus something else. Space Marines. It's Space it Marines. Tau for all I fucking know. No, it's, um, not. it's Space It didn't matter. It's like, I wasn't paying for that shit. Like, no, yeah. I don't. I'm getting a grayscale fucking army I have to glue together. I have to paint the fucking pieces. I'm not going to pay someone to do it. You're better off, and I'm not, honestly, and I'm not gonna... to get into the game, what? you're better off buying third party. You're better off buying eBay people getting rid of stuff like that is now the cheapest way unless you move into a skirmish game and you play that skirmish game to like no end so i'd rather like, buy those uh those uh three kingdoms warrior gundams that drew showed me like a few months ago expensive as they may fucking be they look gorgeous as shit and i bet you they're gonna be a pain in the ass to build yeah wouldn't shock me if it was. Yeah. I mean, there's <sighs> there's cheap ways to get into the hobby now, but like to full on go in like everybody else used to back in the day, it's unrealistic now. It's like 100% unrealistic. And that's and that kind of forces the elitism in Warhammer, which oh, I, I Well, <laughs> any game that has some sort of uh, uh, premium way into the uh in in, into the elite would definitely give someone some sense of pretentiousness. Yeah, I just I don't have the time for uh, that the, shit. <laughs> I, just <laughs> I just don't. I just don't. I mean, I mean, <laughs> even though it's a card game, fucking Yu-Gi-Oh is full of that sort of shit. Just full of players who mock others for having lower quality rarities of top of highly valued cards. Oh, you don't have the collector's rare or the ghost rare or the ultra or the secret rare of this particular card, dude. MTG's MTG's come the same on, way. like it can't be that hard. Like fuck you, I'm not paying a thousand dollars for a sheet of paper. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, MTG's the same way. Modern is like the bougie of the bougie, or if you really want to get into it, Legacy, where it's the, all the old cards, and it's like, which is funny because formats like Legacy, I don't know, maybe not in the Legacy, but I know. Um, CEDH they promote a proxy environment but it's not a competitive it's a competitive thing in a casual format right so like the right. Watsi doesn't Watsi doesn't really care about it but it's like modern and legacy where you're playing with the most expensive cards that you can possibly find half the time those are the people that are like no I'm better than you because I play this format like fuck off like what if I just want to draft like, you're going to shit on me? Like, what if I'm better at you at drafting? Well, I don't draft. I play modern. 
well, fuck you. I'm good at this. You're good at that. Like, leave me alone. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> a, a good game uses all... A good game is like a good a, a good hunt. If you find a good, uh, uh, you know, meat, a hunting animal, like a good deer, like, you know, the whatever, you know, point buck, I don't know the fucking scale. You use every part of the fucking every part of the fucking animal. The more and the magic, more horns, the, one of those formats that actually does that. Yeah, yeah. Because you have the you have limited formats. You have pack wars, drafting, pre-release, the and uh, cube. Then you have the, the 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 constructed formats. You have vintage, legacy, modern, uh, pioneer. pioneer. Historic in uh, in arena, yeah. um, and standard, standard. Yeah. Uh, Canadian Highlander and uh, Singleton, yes, uh, EDH and the multiple iterations of that brawl. There is a there's a cycle that everything works through. Right, dude. The funny thing is, is like playing playing draft for a bit. I guarantee you, draft leads it leads to a lot of the the standard decks that get built. Because you oh. start formulating ideas for decks when you're playing in draft. 100%. That's why, dude, I would, I kid you not, during the Innistrad block and even when it rotated out, like, I loved draft. 15 bucks every time you played. You get to pick the cards. You get to play through it. By the time you're done, you have, like, after, like, 30 bucks, we'll say, 30 bucks, two rounds of, uh, what's it called? Um draft you have a good stack of commons like a good stack of commons you have some rares you have some mythics if you win the draft you're getting packs of cards like like you could win up sometimes up to where like a box a half a box worth of cards for 15 bucks if you're good at the format right so it's like it's there's ways of doing and then like with uh commander you buy the commander decks 40 bucks you got a 100 card deck you might have to switch out a couple of cards you can go budget with it you could go you know more expensive with it like you have options it's just i don't know the elitism in the different formats from any any hobby honestly any hobby just blows my mind like the whole pc to console fucking war or the console to console war like how many Honestly, how many fucking top streamers have all of the consoles or have played all of the consoles? There's no console war. You own all of them. Excuse (laughs) me? I am very, very proud of the consoles I own. Hey, you take your Atari and shove it up your ass, all right? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I don't really know. No, I know. Yeah. (laughs) But you see what I mean? Like, there's that fucking weird elitism about everything everything just let people fucking enjoy what they enjoy like fucking stop it happens it happens in every and everything that has a fandom or a hobby it's just going to happen it's natural yeah. if you play in something for a long period of time you start to have a very refined sense of what you like it's not a good thing it just happens it's, it's just the natural ebb and flow of things as you're getting into a game and the further you delve into it my pride Dude, i know people who go out of their way and come doesn't come from uh, uh, from anything other than the fact that when I was a kid, I didn't have any of these things. 
So yeah, the, but hell, I still go back to playing my fucking NES, all beautiful and fine, thanks to that multi card I got as a gift from Drew. That's but see, still that's a difference though because Mega Man Three. I do the same thing, but that's how like that's how retro gaming happens and how collectors happened and like how nostalgia buys happen is because not only did you at one point maybe have something and then you got rid of it and you want to repurchase it. But the other thing is to it is you never had the opportunity to have it. And now you do. So now you want to look for it and play it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the, yeah. that's that's what gets collectors. But there shouldn't be an elitism to that. Like, you know what I mean? Like somebody else's fucking opinion of how you play your fucking video game should not fucking matter. I'm calling this episode Fuck the Elite or F the Elite. <laughs> that's what we're fucking doing. It. I mean, we we literally <laughs> spent like 35 minutes dumping on the celebrity bourgeoisie. I think it's a fair enough title. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> oh, my God. Did I say bourgeoisie? Did we become socialists all of a sudden? The bourge- oh, shit. My fucking avatar is right. Somebody help me. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Your avatar actually is red. Greetings, fellow. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's the thing. It was unintentional. <laughs> I just looked at it. I was like, oh, it's it actually is red. It's character design. That's all. It's got nothing to do with politics. <laughs> Welcome, comrade. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Now people are going to think I associate with Russia. <laughs> no, that's a different That's a different kind of socialism. We're not going there. Let's not go there. Oh. All right, what, what, what's I forgot what the hell's KH four? Oh, Kingdom Hearts four. Somebody else take this one. I'm, I'm done bitching about everything. Well, <laughs> well, I'll take this one because this is this is my bread and butter. Um, they just put out the first teaser trailer for Kingdom Hearts four. Um, the graphics look decent, uh, at least what they showed. Obviously, that's probably not going to be ind- indicative of the final product. I'm assuming it's only going to be for PlayStation five. They are done with the uh, the the Seeker uh, saga, I believe it's called the Seeker of Darkness saga. I believe they're starting a new one. It looks like um, it looks beautiful, like gameplay wise. People, of course, there are people who are bitching that Sora's shoes aren't aren't oversized. I don't care. I was care. going to say, like, unfortunately, Every- I must disagree with you on the graphics because Sora's feet are no lo- no longer comically oversized. Ugh. I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. Cry, cry harder. Um, I would, but uh, then I would have to go into a deep philosophical meaning and understanding of what it means to cry. He got because his soul that's back. the whole fucking motif <laughs> of Kingdom Hearts. He got his soul back. He's allowed to have regular feet now. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the feet was just just himself looking for his soul. That's why they got so big to move him faster to his to his back to his soul. Wait, is that why he was looking for Roxas? Because this is nobody. Could be. I never finished three, so I, I shouldn't be even be talking. At least you played <laughs> it. I played some of it. I played some of it. There you go. I haven't played it. I'm just I, shit talking about it. I played. <laughs> I played one. Never beat one. I had never played anything else until three, only because I wanted fucking Toy Story. And now four, the rumor is there's going to be Star Wars. Yep, there's going to be Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I only played as uh, to completion Chain of Memories, and okay. I only played the 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 one on the GBA. I was about to say that was the Game Boy one, right? Well, it has a PS2 re-release. 
Yeah, it's been re-released like 7,000 fucking times. No, I mean, like, before all the other excessive re-releases, it had... It was it was made into a PS2 game a year after. Oh, okay. Yeah, because people wanted they wanted um they people liked the GBA game, but they were hoping for a a more cinematic experience because you're not getting one with the GBA game. No. Although no. you will get what I believe is the most powerful and broken summon in the entire franchise, Cloud Strife, because he breaks the game in half. That's all I ever did. All I did was equip my entire deck with Cloud Strife and let the summon take care of everything. Making it the easiest Kingdom Hearts game ever. You know what I was just thinking? I can't think of... uh, No, Final Fantasy XIV. That's what I've been doing, too. I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Cutscenes have been weird lately. You don't really have the movie cinematic cutscenes anymore. You have like the JRPG style cutscenes where it's like, we're going to cut and make you read this dialogue and it's just reading dialogue. There's no voice to it. Maybe they got realized that uh, you can't wow everybody with the overly stylized cinematic approach because that was what they were known yeah. for until what? Final Fantasy 13. Oh my god, is that the hallway? Yes, sir. Final Fantasy hallway. That is the only Final Fantasy game I returned after purchasing it. In the words of Dexter Manning, God damn vanille. You know, I still have people... crap. She tried to kill black kids or some shit. I don't know. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I still have people asking me if I played Elden Ring. And I was like, have I not shit on the podcast enough? Have I not shit on Dark Souls enough for people to keep asking me this fucking question? I fucking hate Dark Dude, Souls. I will not play it right now. I don't care. not going to be asked about it. I don't care. I do not like Dark Souls. Go fuck itself. I will never touch Elden Ring. Goodbye. <laughs> Dude, when I have the cash, I'll probably give it a shot. Thanks to Code Vein, I'm probably going to give it a shot. Right, but you don't have the hatred for Dark Souls that I do. <laughs> the, I didn't have hatred. I just thought Dark Souls was boring as shit because I'm used to fast-paced combat. I, no, I, I legitimately... Apparently all you needed Dark to get Souls. on the boat was just an anime demon vampire waifus. Yeah, I mean, there was nothing wrong with me creating a gothic animu-style girlfriend who could fucking slay people <laughs> with giant halberds and hammers, so... <laughs> nice nice also also the one thing that i will say about it is the voice acting while it is okay i don't fucking understand why your character only says two fucking things in the entire game you have voice clips that your character will say like throughout combat and shit like if they get hit, you'll hear them grunt. If uh, if they get knocked over, they'll say something. Like for example, my first in my first playthrough, the character will say will yell out "crap," which I was like, "Oh my god, you've already won me over." But um, <laughs> she only says two things in the entire story. Every other time, she either just nods her head or or shakes. That's it. No, not complete utter silence. 
Like honestly, you, you can want... clearly talk. Why didn't they give the main char- the, the main character fucking voice lines? Because they never do. I honestly wish they would though. Like there's a lot of RPGs where I'm like, I get it. This is the character I created. Like you have sound files, have a couple different actors fucking record shit. Give the fucking main character some voice. Like I know I have to choose options sometimes for dialogue, but like. Fuck, man. Like, I'm not the. I'm not acting it out. Like, I'm not acting the lines. I'm not a fucking voice actor. Like, just give give my character the ability to talk, please. It's not impossible. Please. You want to? Have you ever played a game called Def Jam Fight for New York? Yes. <laughs> that is one example of a game where you create your character, and even they. Even your main character back then in 2003 yeah. got a fucking voice clip. I like they got Def Jam. Fuck, they they, they is... had voice lines through the, throughout the entire game. Despite the fact that it was a character that had to be built from the ground Sorry. up. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. It costs more so money. it's so rare it, nowadays, but... even in RPGs. Like, what the fuck? The only time you see it is in the more cinematic games. Like, we'll say Last of Us. Uh, the characters and every character in that game has a voice. Yeah, but they're all you know established characters. Right. It's not exactly. a created character. Right, right. 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 That's what I'm trying to talk about. Like you can have main characters um, talking in in all sorts of cinematic games, but they're all gonna be likely established characters. I never understood the point of having a character that you created or even not even one created. Like we'll take Chrono Cross for an example. The main character's name is Surge, right? Final Fantasy, same thing. Cloud, Final Fantasy 7. His name is Cloud, right? You can put your name into it, right? Yeah. But everyone knows that that's the name of the character, Surge or Cloud. Like it's an established character. You just change the name for your playthrough. And they still don't give... I mean, well, Final Fantasy VII didn't have voice until... Yeah, all they had was text. Right. So... And to be fair, I don't think... Based on their their later movies, for example, I don't think voice acting was going to help anyway. (laughs) I actually walked out of... um, Fuck, what was the name of that movie? Not Advent Children, the other one. The spirit of the something, I forget. Yeah, I, I actually got up and walked out of that movie. That's the only movie I've ever walked out of. It was too pretentious even for itself. Man, I didn't even, I didn't, I made it to like the fucking elevator. There was like an elevator scene and I think it was like, or like a first, like half hour into the movie and I just fucking got up and walked out. I was like, this is boring as fuck. <laughs> as I'm saying, it, it's, it's. It was trying to emulate something straight out of Star Trek, but it, but unlike Star Trek, where their topics were rather interesting to uh, explore, there was just generic and uninteresting. And then they try to be as I don't know deep and philosophical as possible. It's like, yeah, fuck no. Yeah, I just I'm curious like. Is there any other like bad press around Kingdom Hearts Four, or is it just the initial trailer and people freaking out about fucking feet? It's literally <laughs> the trailer. There hasn't been anything, any other details that have been released so far. Has there been any updates on um, God of War? 
Uh, that, that was supposed that to be coming out of. at the end of the year. There's a whole bunch coming out at the end of the year, and I haven't seen any updates for any of it. That's probably good news to me. I'm hoping. I'm hoping it just goes straight to release and we don't have another pushback on especially God of War. Huh. That's, I'm curious. That know. series, in my opinion, I think it has evolved in a rather interesting way. Because you could I, I don't think they could have kept up with the with the insanity that was the Devil May Cry style gameplay forever. So I think oh, it's yeah. an interesting move that they went for a, a more somber experience. I actually like the puzzle part of it now. It's more puzzle. like they still have the the cinematic fights kind of, um, but like, so they they kept true to like, we'll say yeah they kept true to the first game with like the boss fights where you can do the the fancy like attacks. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, but the rest of like the puzzle stuff, I I really enjoy that part of the game. Solving the puzzles, finding the runes, uh, finding the boxes. <coughs> Shit. Oh, I didn't have time to fucking mute myself. God damn it. Um, just going along with consoles. How about the PlayStation Plus April and pissing people off? Hooray! I initially had thought that it that was just idiots being idiots and just bitching about fucking nothing. But apparently there was more to it than that. At least that's what you based on what you told me. Yeah, so people are complaining. So the PS Plus you pay sixty dollars for the year, and every month they give you a selection of free games. They'll give you it used to just be two games. But they give you selections for PS5 um, and for... They used to do Vita on there, too, now that I think about it. Used to be able to download Vita. You can't do it anymore. They give you PS5 and PS4 selections, and then they give you, like, discounts every month on different add-ons or expansion stuff or, you know, purchasing coins, currency for games and shit like that. It changes every month. And uh, this month people finally complained and said that they're offering dead games. Like these games are already dead as the free game. And they want like more of the triple a title as far as I'm like, they're complaining about free games. It just, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. One of them is a newer game. Like the bikini bottom fighting game, the SpongeBob fighting game. That's a newer oh. game. I don't know if it ever took off, but that's a newer game. Is that the Nickelodeon all-stars one? No, it's for like Battle for Bikini Bottom I, or something and shit like I that. I need to get that game. I, I heard it was decent. Is it the fighting game? I don't know. I gotta look. Oh, yeah, I could pull it up right now. Anyway, but people are complaining about the fucking selection, and I'm just like, dude, it's a free game. Like, they give you discounts on other stuff, and they just started their spring sale. Like, what the fuck are you complaining about? Well, when it comes to dead games, as long as it's not like something like fucking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, then we have fucking problems. Because that's a game that is absolutely dead. It's a game that not only that requires you to download like a 10 gigabyte uh, update in order for you to play the game in the first place, it is literally only possible to play it while the servers they had were on, or that were online, which they shut off years ago. Meaning even if you were to get that update, you couldn't play the game at all. 
Yeah, I mean, that uh, I yeah. so if with. it was games kind of like that, I would, I would absolutely uh, understand the frustration. Oh no! But it's if it's a, just Battle like for Bikini relatively low-value games, I wouldn't see why people should be like up uh, enraged over it. It's a it's a platformer, so it's not the fighting game. It's a platformer. Fair enough. It's not like like I can't believe like so PS Plus monthly. It's a game called Hood, Outlaws and Legends, which caught which is. A multiplayer game that's basically a dead game. That's what they're complaining about. It's multiplayer. Um, and then you got Battle for Bikini Bottom and let's see, Slay the Spire, which is another. It's an online like card game, I guess. But they also give you exclusive discounts to like other stuff, like um, Watch Dogs, Little Nightmares, on top of the actual like you get stuff like rocket league exclusive packs fortnite currency add-ons genshin impact stuff apex legends add-ons warzone add-ons brawlhalla stuff this is all free stuff that you can download like that you can get so it's like i don't know like you can't really fucking complain they give you a lot for it like i get it but it's like if you're relying on the free games from the PS Plus, like, dude, you have to buy the PS Plus to play your online games. Why the fuck are you worried about a free game? Like, just because you're locked into it, you're getting like by the end of the year, you're you're getting your value back. Like, it's you're getting it back. So, yeah, I don't know. More whiny, whiny fucking bitches. For some bullshit. Ugh. Man, I'm fucking fading. God damn it. <laughs> I'm fighting it. I'm fighting it. Oh, shit. All right, what's next? If somebody picks something, we, I don't even know what's going to give in to the temptation, Jay. <laughs> no. No. <clears throat> anyway, what's next? Who wants to take the next one? Is it Baldur's Gate? The Baldur's Gate leak. Ah, uh, yes. Yep, it wasn't just a leak. Apparently, the dude managed to get a collector's booster box Ooh. of the shit from the factor from the printers. Like dead ass took that shit. Like Man, we're talking high end levels. He posted the shit on TikTok. Really? That's how they found out it was on TikTok? Jesus, I didn't even catch that. I'll go to the link, but I believe that was the case. God damn. Yeah, that was brazen, dude. All right, so we'll click on it. It's easy to go back and track the fucking person at that point. This is on the MTG Arena, uh, Arena Zone website. Now, streets to New Capenna spoilers have barely ended, and many cards have from the upcoming Commander Legends Battle for Baldur's Gate release date for June 10th, 2022, have been leaked. They start in May 16th, but the source of the leak has released videos of them opening collector's boosters on TikTok. Uh, you can find the contents of each video below and check out the new cards and mechanics. 
Damn, he was doing it on TikTok. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. That's some balls. Yeah, it's pretty fucking brazen. So it's designed for sealed and draft. I'm fucking impressed. Yeah, Yeah, I am too. So wow. they they uh, they literally cracked at the collector's boosters, and they had a bunch of um, legends. There's a new uh, tag on mechanic, kind of like Monarch, called Initiative. It's kind of funny because you know D and D, right? Yeah. Uh, initiative. At, at the end of each of your turns, you can venture into the Underdark, which is another new dungeon situation. It has its own, you know, branching paths, etc. And you can only venture into it as long as you are you have initiative. If you don't, you can't do it. But, but initiative can be passed along the same way monarch can. If somebody does damage to you in combat, they can take the monarchy from you or or the initiative from you. Okay. Not many partner commanders have been spoiled. It looks like maybe they're not doing any partner commanders for this set. If they didn't, it's not really that shocking. But what they did add is the new enchantment type called background, yeah. which modifies your commanders in one way or another. And there are a multitude of legendary creatures that come in when they hit the battlefield. You can go and get a background. Um, there's stuff like you know raised by giants, which makes your creatures uh, have base power. Your commander creatures have base power and toughness 10-10, which is fucking insane. Jesus Christ. Um, there's one that lets it so that you, uh, during your upkeep, you can look at the top three cards of your library instead of draw. Or I'm sorry, during your draw phase, you look at the top three cards of your library instead of drawing. You you put two in your graveyard and you put one back on top of your deck and draw it. There's a bunch of different shit with that. It's brainstorm, um, isn't it? More treasure, more treasure token stuff. What's up? This is brainstorm, isn't it? No, brainstorm. You put it on back on top of your library. All all. You, you draw three cards and you put two back on your library for brainstorm. Oh, okay. This is another. Card this is kind of like there's, like there's a legendary creature called Tygam Sadisi's hand, which basically you skip your draw step and during your upkeep you look at the top three cards of your library. You put one in your hand and two in your graveyard. That's kind of what it does. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Bunch of different, a bunch of different creatures that deal with the dungeon or uh, dealing with initiative. It looks like. It's it's a pretty fucking extensive. Oh, and they're reprinting the uh, battle bond lands. It looks like, and reflecting pool, which is fucking awesome because that hasn't oh had a reprint since. I thought that was reserved. Seriously, I believe. No, reflecting pool isn't reserved list. There've been two reprints of it. There's one in the Lorwyn block, and then there was one in conspiracy. Jesus. Yep. So they're reprinting that plus the battle bond uh, dual lands. You know the you know how uh, Commander Legends had the had their their dual lands. It's the same yeah. concept. I, it's I just the old ones getting a reprint, which is nice. They're doing the diamonds, and they're doing um, what was the other thing? The Arcane Signet. They're doing Wayfarer's Bauble. Yeah, finally, finally. Yep. Jesus. Mitch can die happy. They're reprinting Wayfarer's Bauble at Common. Oh my God! Finally, Jesus. Everyone's going to have one now. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm by me, dude. I'm so, but yeah. yeah. 
It's just fucking insane. I don't know what's going to happen to this guy. I don't know if they just kind of let him have it and didn't realize it, that there's going to be a lawsuit against him. I just think, like, you have to have some brass-plated balls to put that shit on TikTok. He even said he was a Yu-Gi-Oh player. He doesn't even fucking play <laughs> MTG. He just fucking took the box. Well, look who's likely going to get banned from those events just because nobody wants to associate with that guy. <laughs> you steal shit, we don't want you. <laughs> His name is on there, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's fucked up. What's his TikTok name? Dude, if Hasbro's legal department hasn't contacted him already, I'd be shocked. Yeah, if they didn't, yeah. <laughs> Hasbro, Konami, uh, who else? Watsi doesn't have access to this anymore, does he? They have access to who? MTG. Yeah, they do. Okay, Watsi then. My God, I'm sorry, I'm already, I'm already brain dead at this point. I, I mean, I don't know why. It's not like you were working today. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it's pretty funny. And since we're into MTG, we might as well talk about New Capenna because that shit gave you a giant Guido-sized boner. Yeah, it did. Wow, this dude. Wow. I'm not selling individual cards until this set is released. So don't so I don't accidentally sell a three hundred dollar card for ten bucks. Wow. This dude wow. Modern problems require modern solutions. Jesus Christ. Alright, alright, alright. I have to log into the new Capenna stuff because I it's been good. It's been good. New Capenna and if, before anybody asks, yes, they leaned hard into the goddamn Italian trope, at least the mafia aspect. There are cement shoes. You can sleep with the fishes. Offer yeah. you can't refuse. Slip through the back door. All, all it, it ticks all the fucking mafia boxes you wanted it to. Yeah. Brass knuckles are in there because that's fucking funny. Yep. Brokers hideout. Riveters overlook. They have new triomes. Those look fucking gorgeous. For the family. The new, the new, uh, the new fucking uh, basics, kind of like they did the the showcase basics for Kamigawa. These look fucking awesome too. Oh, the basic clans. Yeah, they do. The showcase basics are gorgeous. And this set has a fucking plethora of legendaries. It's between the family, the heads of the family. There is. Oh, and by the way, it's five fucking commander decks this time for this set. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, so much shit. Titan of Industry, Voice of the Vermin. There's just so, yeah. Even the score. Oh my god. Oh yeah. There's just so it's much. So good. So much, so, so good. much good shit. The funny thing is, is there's a lot of like one drops that are ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, like this one, put a one one counter on target creature. It phases out for one blue mana, bro. At uncommon, yep, slip through the back door. Yeah. 
There's the brass knuckles. Uh, kill shot was in there. That's a common one. Destroy target attacking creature. That's not, that's I think it's like a couple mana. But yeah, the, uh, they went through the all the trinomes. So like Esper, um, who are, was it? Fucking oh God, I can't remember them. Esper, Jund. Esper, Grixis, Naya, and Jund. So uh, let me see. Esper, Grixis, Naya, Jund, and there's a fifth one. It's five triomes. Body dropper. Whenever you sacrifice yeah. another creature, put a one. Oh, Bant. Bant. Bant was the fifth one. Yeah. Oh yeah, this looks all. This all looks fucking gorgeous. I'm gonna bring up, bring it up too, because I kind of want to look at it again. Because all the spoilers are done. Mm-hmm. The um, the official release was at the end of the month. I believe it's the 29th exactly. Holy shit! If angel, um, if damage would be dealt to you, prevent all that damage and mill twice that many cards. Holy fuck! Yeah. Oh, and they have a new series of uh, uh, try. What's the best way to explain it? Try and um, evolving wilds. When they come into play, they immediately sacrifice themselves. You can search through your library for one of three types of basics, and there's already an infinite combo with it. Oh my god! Of course there is. <laughs> Sleep with the fishes, enchant creature. When Sleep with the Fishers enters the battlefield, tap target creature and create a 1 1 blue fish creature token with this creature can't be blocked. Enchanted creature does not untap during its controller's untap step. <laughs> oh, yep. God. Sticky fingers. Yeah, there's just so much good stuff in this. Body line. Right, they have a fucking boxing ring, for Christ's sake. Yep. Yep. Ominous parcel, most wanted. It's weird that they went from um Oh man. It's just so weird they went they went from uh cyberpunk to like a Victorian futuristic like mob scene. It's just so weird. Like the themes just don't match like uh, at all. Right, but they work so fucking well. Like, it's basically like the gang, the monster, like, what is it, the 20s and 30s? Yeah. Because you got, like, you have, like, a getaway car. There's fuck, you could, there's a there's a fucking spell called Case the Joint, which you draw two cards and look at the top card of each player's library. That's if, fucking insane. It would have been cooler if Kamigawa leaned more into, like, Yakuza and New Capenna went Italian mob. Maybe that's why they didn't want to do that because they would be people would bitch that they were double dipping. Uh, probably, yeah. They dead ass have a card called Whack. I didn't think they did, and then I looked and I saw it. I'm like, motherfucker, they got a Whack card. <laughs> Courier's briefcase, light them up, yeah. incriminate. <laughs> Citizens crowbar offer you can't refuse. Dude, they witness, got everything. Fucking witness protection. <laughs> Hell yeah. You can make someone a legitimate businessman. I'm sorry. They they did bring murder, murder and strangle back, which I'm happy about. That that I'm happy about. Oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta. Oh, my favorite is the somebody uh, clip that. My somebody favorite, clip that. 
My favorite is the Obnixilis, uh, the alternate art where he's fucking sitting like in a zoot suit, just chilling like a mob boss. <laughs> Wiretapping. That one's legit. Uh, a little chat. Oh, they brought back the charms, huh? <laughs> wow. Who knew they were going to do the charms? Dude, big, big score, big score is fucking awesome. Uh, instant uh, three, three and a, three and a red. As an additional cost to cast a spell, discard a card, draw two cards, and create two treasure tokens. Hmm. They did trinome charms, huh? So much good. Yep, they did. There's one for each family. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. They got an unlicensed hearse. <laughs> it's dude this set this set is all flavor and it and i couldn't be happier yep <laughs> dude dude motherfucking the 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 green mythic artifact that they have bootlegger stash five and a green lands you control have tap create a fucking treasure token oh my god they gotta stop giving treasure tokens i fucking cannot stand it hello especially to colors that can already fucking ramp Stop it. Just stop it. He- there are a lot of people who are getting kind of pissed off with the treasure levels. It's getting way too high. Yeah. The Hello Fountain, somebody already broke. Like, that That's that card's going to be banned, like, immediately. You say that, but it takes a bit. I yeah. think one of the one of the cooler legendaries, there's a Naya legendary that's rare. Uh, Genie, Genie Fey, Jetmere Second. If you would create one or more tokens... Uh, you may instead create that many two-two green cat creature tokens with haste, or that many three-one green dog creature tokens with vigilance, which has immediately made Rin and Siri inseparable jump through the roof because there is literally they're a dog cat commander, yeah, cat commander, um, cat commander, <laughs> and they brought back hybrid mana in this set too. So she costs either a green or a red, a green. And a green or a white to cast. So she can either cost you three green, uh, Naya, which is red, green, white, or, you know, any combination of those things, which is kind of fucking awesome. Yeah. Hostile takeover. <laughs> I already broke Angel of Suffering. Did you really? Recolorless. Uh, oh, yeah. There's a card. There's a card out of Lorwyn called uh, the Wheel of Sun and Moon. Uh, which is an enchant. It's just a, 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 a player enchantment. Um, if you would if you would put any cards uh, into your graveyard, instead put them on the, on the bottom of your library. Is next is next week uh, pre order? I don't know. Possibly because I imagine the week after would be pre release. Which I'm not, I don't know if I want to go in on a box. I would have to shit. I don't know how I'm going to do I might it. Actually, I might actually just go, guy. I might actually just go draft boxes, honestly. Because I'm not, I'm not like, I just literally the cards. That's all I'm looking for. I'm not looking for a specific like thing out of a set or a collector booster. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to have my friend chuck it at me again. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best idea. Like Kamigawa, you wanted set and collector boosters, right? For this though, there's just so oh, much dude. there's so much flavor in this that you don't need it. Oh yeah, definitely. 
I uh, I could be fine with I could be fine with the draft boosters uh, on uh, on opening day. I've been enjoying the draft the, the set boosters lately, but I don't think I'd give a shit if I got either or. Yeah. Um, I've been getting a lot of cool list cards out of those those packs. The collectors boosters for Kamigawa were actually pretty okay. Yeah. I now have something to trade because I keep getting the same goddamn planeswalker over and over again. <laughs> No, no, I have three fucking versions of the of the the Phyrexian Tamio now, Jesus. and I have an extra of one of them already. I have the foil Phyrexian strip one. I have the I have the goddamn original uh, Tamio, the regular one, and I have the full art one. And I have two of those, and they're like twenty bucks a piece. Jesus. So I picked up. I got to go through what I got, but I picked up some shit. Um, Midnight Hunt. Because I'm looking for Mihook Max Massacre now, uh, and I picked up some more um, Kamigawa, but I don't remember what I opened. Oh, and I I picked up some Modern Horizons because I still want the fucking monkey. So I've been getting really lucky, and like every time I've taken trips to Target, I've stumbled on more fucking uh, Time Spiral Remastered boosters. No shit. God damn, I haven't seen those in fucking forever. Dude, I pulled another goddamn uh, um, gemstone ca- gemstone caverns. Those are like I pulled another pack in the right gate God damn! Really? Yeah, right. I'm pulling goddamn fire lately. Whatever meteor is going to come and destroy me, I better get there quick, or I'm going to be a goddamn millionaire by the end of this fucking run. <laughs> yeah. Need me, need me to open some packs for you, Orlando? I'll pull you whatever ghost furs you want, because clearly I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, and that's to my advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll consider it when I have the money. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that by then you I mean, will not have, you know, maxed out your luck. Well, it, I am going to help you build your commander decks because I have more than a fuck enough to do so. I could help you build any of the commanders from the ones you're going to be getting in June anyways. Yay! Uh-oh. You can, you're going to have five solid, or is it six solid commander decks? I don't. I can't remember how many legendaries were in that secret lair. But I'll be able to build you whatever the fuck you want without even blinking. Yeah. <laughs> I could even do the same, and I could do it for cheaper, but it'd all be proxies. <laughs> well, I already have. I already have. Um, well, I already have Orlando's thirtieth birthday gift already on on back order. I just have to uh, talk with my guy about it so that I can get it for him. So then he can, he can pull his hair out that I've gotten him something. Oh man, you shouldn't have said something, or at least wait until I fell asleep on the fucking mic first. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, I like building anticipation. Now I gotta figure out something for his 40th birthday. Yeah, it all kind of lines up. It's kind of weird. We're all in our. Your, this is your third. Your 30th is this year, right? Yes, sir. This year, my 40th is this year. Don't I have you a family member whose 60th is this year. Every the stars are aligning. What can you do? <laughs> Don't you rush me. I still got another one, another year left. <laughs> Hey, I ain't taking that away from you, buddy. You you enjoy that last year before uh, bifocals and uh, getting getting ass raped for medical purposes comes into your into purview. If it makes you feel any better, Jay, I still beat you when it comes to using the cane. True, 
true. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. You did. I was That's not true. expecting to use that for another thirty fucking years. I have. I mean, I I use uh, crutches. <laughs> so yeah, well, they have me on a cane. Yeah, they tried that shit with me, and I threw that shit in the garbage. So. I'll probably have mine like gold plated or anything like that. <laughs> Pimp cane. Better yet, better yet, maybe if they don't fucking catch on, maybe I'll just use my 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 cobra my, my cobra sword because it looks uh it looks like a cane. <laughs> I'll just take that to work. There I'll walk go. with class. <laughs> just stick the cane underneath your pants and like tape your leg to it so it looks like you're walking, but you're really not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. And right. I have physical therapy that same day too. I wonder if they pay for that. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'll probably have to ask. I, I don't know. Say. You should ask. Like, do I get paid for physical therapy? No. Fuck. <laughs> Start scheduling it before and after work then. Um No, they they're the ones that do the scheduling. That is fucked up. Alright, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> All right, we got anything else? I'm like fucking dying right now. <laughs> I don't, and uh, I'm just sleepy as shit. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna make it upstairs because <laughs> I'm fucking exhausted. I almost I put I put my head back while we were talking about some stuff and just closed my eyes, and I was like, dude, I'm no, no, I can't do it. <laughs> Fight it, damn it. <laughs> you got anything else, Drew? I got fuck and all, sir. I am, I am, as far as I'm concerned, I'm fucking done. Fan-fucking-tastic. All right. Well, if you made it this far, thank you for listening to us. And uh, we got a whole bunch more interviews coming. Um, like I said, Gaddis Gaming will be up after this episode goes up because I'm going to go back and listen to it and might do some editing. And then we have another person coming first week of May that I will also be interviewing, and things are in an upward trajectory for us. So, as always, stay sexy and go fuck yourselves. <laughs>